Oh, that's a new that's a new one. You've yeah. been working on that one? Yeah, I thought I'd uh, you know, We're like fifteen episodes in now or something, oh, so yeah. I thought I'd change it up a bit. Yeah. Wow, the listeners won't know what's happening. Nah. So <laughs> we're back for more. Back to talk about something we know about today. Yes, and I say I think I say this every episode that this is probably the most requested question we get. But today I actually mean it. Yeah. Some variation. It's either most requested, most exciting, most interesting. Yeah. yeah. This is I'll, I'll probably say it again next week, but this is probably the one of the biggest questions that we get all the time, and it is, how is protein powder made? Yeah. So um, we thought we'd just address it via a podcast. It's easier just to sit down and talk about rather than le- read some boring 20-page document. Yeah. You know, how is protein powder made? A lot of people don't even know what protein powder is or where it comes from. I reckon I went for years using protein powder before even knowing like what if, what it's even made out of. Back back in the day, back in the 40s when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the world we live in today. People don't question where, where the food comes from or, or anything like that. You know, some people, uh, I saw some survey in America that like 70% of people think um, chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Where does it come from then? Well, maybe we can find out some answers where chocolate favorite <laughs> whey protein comes out. <laughs> that is bizarre. But it is it, it makes you think like why aren't people questioning what they're putting in their body? Yeah. It's probably, yeah, everyone should do a bit of research. And and how a protein powder is made, there's, we'll probably go in a bit more depth later, but there's a big difference on different types of protein powders as well and where they come from. And Yeah, indeed. Mm. So let's talk about my favorite type of protein. And it's not my favorite for any particular reason, but uh, it is the best form of protein by most of the biological scores that we well, have. Can well, we guess? Take a guess. It's it, it won't be hard. Does it begin with W? Yes. Does it rhyme with Wh- Whey protein? Correct. Yes. Well, and not well. Masashi the whey. I'm talking about <laughs> W-H-E-Y whey. So what, this is a question, a lot of people don't even know what protein powder is derived from. Like I've heard people saying, oh, it's just, you know, chemicals made in a lab. Yeah. No, no. dummies. Yes. It's actually derived from a, a food source. Yes. And I don't mean to call you dummies. Yeah. But you're dummies. Yeah, but, you know, some people just cluelessly drinking whey thinking it's some kind of magic elixir but you know, I know. So t- where does it where, where does whey or what protein come from whey protein come from milk wow yeah so you'd be surprised that a lot of people don't even make this connection and i know um yeah it's it's actually a byproduct of the cheese industry so through through the production of cheese which obviously comes from milk yep we then get a byproduct called Called whey protein. So, if you've ever seen, uh, if you ever left a, a glass of milk out, um, you know, I'm sure Hal's probably leaving a glass of milk out for Santa pretty soon. But uh, you know, if you ever leave, leave <laughs> if you leave a glass of milk out and you forget about it, you know, over time it'll separate and you'll see this like clear liquid at the bottom and this like uh, you know yogurty looking thing at the top. Is that the curds in the way? You see it in. Yes, um, it's the curds in the way. So. Uh, Hal's, you know, pretty fresh with the nursery rhymes. Nursery rhymes, yeah. <laughs> just seeing them last week as he graduated preschool. I can't go to sleep without playing little is, is it the same stuff that you see on like the, when you open a yogurt up and you see that sort of liquidy, yeah, so yellowy liquid on top? Exactly. So that liquid is whey. So whey right. is the water-soluble protein from milk. Right. Yeah. But whey is not actually the most abundant protein in milk. What is? Casein. So milk is actually... Because all the protein in the milk, about 80% is casein protein, and about only 20% is whey protein. Right. 
and we'll go into the different types of protein and possibly what you use those different types for. So you've got the milk, they're making the cheese. Wait, there's one step before you make the cheese. You have to pasteurize the milk. Right. So pasteurization is what makes, um, what stops the bacteria from, from going out of control in the milk, right? Mm-hmm. And what pasteurization is, is where they heat the milk to a pretty high temperature, you know, something in the 70 degrees. Yep. And then uh, instantly cool it down to about four degrees, right? And that's enough to, to kill most of the bacteria in the, in the milk, but also leave, you know, the important things still alive. So if you've ever seen like pasteurized milk, that's exactly what's happening. Right. And you have to. Yeah. So you then have to pasteurize it. Yeah. Um, well, people do drink, you know, raw milk straight from a cow and that's, you know. Yuck. Disgusting. You ever, need have, to question your life choices. Have you ever done it? I have actually. I've had... We went, no, no, we went to uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, question your life choice. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, taking some kids to like a farm where they can um, milk the cow and then they let you actually have a have a sip of the sweet, warm cow milk. Yeah, it tastes quite different. It is a bit sweet, but it's yeah. It's so different to what you get on your shelf. It makes me question like what is actually that end product on the shelf. Yeah, but you know, um, so after after we pasteurize this milk, um, you know, because the be- if you... If you Drinking milk straight from a cow, there's some risk of bacteria and things like of that. Of course, of course. So you want to eliminate that. Yeah. Definitely. And when I mean straight from the cow, I don't mean straight <laughs> from the cow. I mean like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine the first person to drink milk from a cow. 100% people would have done that yeah, back in the would, day. But imagine the very first guy is like, hmm, I wonder what's in those others. <laughs> well, I think they may have seen a baby, a calf drinking from it and thinking maybe I could do the same. But why cows? There's so many other mammals that produce... Well, we, milk. D- we drink milk out of everything, don't we? Yeah, Goats. Well, now we do. What? Are you mm. saying you probably tried the same thing with a different animal and it wasn't quite the same? Uh, yeah. So you can milk a pig. Well, it makes <laughs> sense that we would probably drink human milk first. Yeah. Which oh. we do as a baby. Yes. Yeah. I've tried human milk as an adult. Yeah. Have you watched Mad Max? Oh. What? What? When you have your kids, you have a little sip. It's pretty gross. It actually doesn't taste that gross. How, when you have kids one day, you'll understand, like, every, I think every dad does it. How still, <laughs> do you know what's in that stuff, mate? The growth, like, I was yeah, like. Yeah, actually, you know. HGH. Yeah. Milk is the most anabolic thing, you know. It's like breast milk from a, from the mother. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. What do you think we're, we're get, so much? We're yeah, getting, we're off, getting topic. off topic. <laughs> so, milk we're not really. We're talking about the source of milk. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> many sources, yep. but. Specifically, we're talking about dairy milk from a cow. Yep. So it gets pasteurized, gets transported nice and cool to, you know, this um, cheese production um, facility or um, dairy processing plant, let's call it that. Yep. And then, um, now this is where they they um, they separate the curds from the whey, you mm-hmm. know, to make cheese. So how they do this is through, um, by adding an enzyme to milk. This enzyme triggers this process of separating the, the curds in the whey, right? It, it speeds up the process of... You know, if you leave, left it on your counter, yep, that that that'll take a few days because there's some enzymes in milk that are are making that process happen. But if you add this um, this specific enzyme called um, um, chymosin to the milk, uh, mm-hmm. which is what they do in this processing, is uh, it speeds up the process. So um, you end up with you know this big solid fraction and liquid fraction. Liquid fraction comes to whey protein. Solid fraction has gone to cheese production. So it starts as a liquid. Yeah. How do they, so they extract that liquid, we're left with sort of pure whey yep. liquid? Pure whey liquid. And then that needs to be turned into sort of powder form. Yes. But, um, so, um, you know, 
often whey was originally thought of as like you know just a waste product of cheese industry because mm. cheese has been around for a long time and it's only really in modern times that whey has really been you know considered um a, a beneficial thing to to use and you know um <clears throat> a good analogy is uh is energy drinks right so um when when energy drinks were invented you know decaf coffee was a massive thing um so what's the point of that Decaf coffee. Tasty. Another lo- group of people that need to question their life choices. Yeah. What if well, you, like you know, drink martinis, but you don't want to. So, some some people are sensitive to caffeine. Whatever, right? So this guy had. So they used to throw away this caffeine extract from from decaf coffee. But this one guy had an idea. He's like, you know, what if you sweeten this thing and carbonate it in a little bit? Next thing, energy drinks were created, right? And now, guess what? What? De- decaf coffee is the bi- waste product of the energy drink industry because caffeine is more valuable than the decaf coffee. And that's probably what's ha- exactly what's happened with, with cheese and whey. Yes. I remember at one point, <clears throat> well, the prices of whey have gone up yeah. so much in, in the last, I don't know, 15 years that I've been in this industry. And that's because the demand for whey has been crazy. Demand's huge. So, yeah, it, it's, it's like liquid gold, this whey liquid. Yeah. Well, you know, cheese isn't going anywhere anytime soon, but, um, yeah, whey is definitely becoming not just a byproduct, but a valuable, you know, um, product of, of this process. Mm. So, next step. Next step. Next step. After it's separated, it needs to be filtered, right? So, um, it goes through something called microfiltration, which is really just some membranes, right? So, they pass this, you know, unfiltered way, which is just, you know, separated now. It goes through this filtration process. After being microfiltered, um, it, it gets turned into whey protein concentrate. Mm-hmm. Still in liquid form? Yep, still in liquid form. Um, if it's um, if it's going into whey protein isolate, it goes through some additional um, filtration steps, and there's a few different ways that you can get whey protein isolate. Do you think one is superior to the other? Concentrate to isolate. Um, well, well, let's talk about like what if you are going through those additional. Yes, yes, and no, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you are going through those additional steps, yeah, from whey protein concentrate to whey protein isolate, mm-hmm. what what is it removing? Yeah, so uh, every additional step of um, of filtration or purification has, you know, a purpose. So in terms of whey protein isolate, it's removing even more fats and carbs and sugars from the whey. So you're left with a more concentrated whey protein at the end of it. Yeah, so um, a lot of people aren't even familiar with these terms, concentrate and isolate, but a lot of the whey proteins on the market are, you know, majority um, concentrate and, you know, some of them is isolate. So there's pros and cons to both. Concentrate... Um, because it's only going through this initial filtration step, it still has a lot of the peptides, um, a lot of bioactive and yep. exactly a lot of bioactive peptides still in the way. And these peptides have you know some good, um, good beneficial effects for your immunity, for your digestion, for your um, muscle building, and and everything like that, right? Yep. But because it's only going through this initial step, it's still only about eighty percent proteins. It still has a bit of fat, a bit of carbs. A little bit of lactose in there, right? Tiny bit of carbs, tiny bit of fat. Like it's small amounts in, in the grand scheme of things. Exactly, a, a very small amount. But if you want to take it even further into like, you know, 90 to 95% purity, so mm. 90 to 95% protein, I mean, um, that's when it goes through some of these additional filtration processes like, you know, ultrafiltration, so even smaller membranes or something like ion exchange filtration where it passes through, um, you know, um, a, a column, let's call it, and... Um, you know, the charged particles, you know, um, different things have different charges. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, you know, electrons and things. Um, they, they react to um, this, this ion exchange column. So it, it separates the charged particles out and, and filters it even more. So whey protein isolate, by the time you get to the whey protein isolate, there's not many of these peptides and these, you know, these, um, these other beneficial things in there that, that you'll have in a whey protein concentrate. But 
it's going to be super low in carbs, sugar, and fat. So there's pros and cons to each. But you know, obviously, going through the second processing, processing step, whey protein isolate, mm-hmm. is a bit more expensive than whey protein concentrate. And it, it definitely affects the sort of the the flavor, the taste, and how it feels in the mouth. I know a lot of people enjoy whey protein concentrate more than isolate. Isolate's a little bit more bitter. It's harder to sort of get the taste right. Yeah, and it's a bit more like foamy when you mix it up. But um, it digests quicker. So it might be more beneficial sort of around training time. It's not that much quicker. Like in the and, – and this is what – there was this phase where people were buying, like only wanting whey protein isolate because it digests quicker than whey protein. 30-second anabolic window. Yeah, 30-second. Yeah. But the, the difference in digestion rate is ne- negligible as far as results on recovery or muscle growth. And we've covered this in previous podcasts. It's sort of what you do throughout the whole day or the whole week even yeah. that has an impact on that. I mean – Something that digests ten minutes quicker than something else is. Yeah, I don't think in, it's in, have in the grand scheme, it's like uh, you know pouring some water in the in the ocean. So um, yeah, <laughs> um, but you know some people are very strict on their diet and very very controlled. So whey protein isolate does have a place to play. Well, and the only reason I would recommend isolate to people is, yeah, around training time, but more more so for people that might be. Lactose intolerant. Exactly. A lot of that lactose is removed through those extra... It's it's virtually zero lactose in whey protein isolate. And um, whey protein concentrate does have a little bit of lactose. Not that, you know, lactose is a bad thing. It's just um, the the sugar that's most commonly found in milk. Mm. And look, a lot of the the proteins out there, the most popular ones these days, they're a blend of both. They're a blend of isolate and concentrate. So they can be used around training time or you can use them throughout the day whenever you need uh, the protein top up. And they've got the advantages of, of both. They're not just sort of one or the other. I think gone are the days where people are just buying straight isolates and that's evident. There's not many of them on the market anymore for that reason. Yeah, people exactly. People just weren't buying them. And, you know, I think a big thing that, that was the demise of whey protein isolate is probably the taste, you know. <laughs> if you and the cost. The taste and the price, yeah. So much more expensive. Yeah, so, you know, it probably outweighs the, some of the benefits you're getting. But, you know, if you are lactose uh, sensitive, then you, that's probably a good option for you. But there are other options out there. Mm-hmm. So... So whey protein concentrate, extra filtration to get to the isolate. Um, still in, we're still at this liquid form. How do they? Yeah. So, what so do they freeze dry it or what do they do? Yeah. So the next stage is actually spray drying. Yep. So um, there's different ways of drying it though, isn't there? There's a few different depending on. Is it always spray dried? Um, usually it would be spray drying. Right. So um, spray drying is um, basically they um, they spray this liquid into. a a tank which has a temperature gradient in it, so right. uh, yep. it's, it'll be hotter and colder at, at different, colder at the bottom, hotter at the top, and this you know interaction of hot and cold actually causes a lot of the moisture to be removed from the wet. Right. So this moisture gets gets removed and leaves this nice um, powdery particles behind. Mm-hmm. So that's the spray drying process. Right. And um, it's not nothing too magical, and you know in fact, um, whey protein concentrate. You could argue that it's not really. Um, a heavily processed food because you know it's just gone through this membrane filter and it's just been spray spray dried, so it's still very much in its it's close to its natural form. Yeah, well, you're basically taking a li- a, a liquid that exists within milk. Yeah, separating out, separating it, it and, and then drying it. Yeah, exactly. But whey protein isolates. Some of these filtration methods do involve some chemical processing. So to get it to this further process level, there are some chemicals added in whey protein isolates. Isolate, yeah. Yeah, and that I mean that's probably a reason I'm a, I'm a fan of concentrates over isolates, but yeah, and you know it's it, it's it's quite hard to get that purity just through uh, you know all natural processes by itself. So concentrate more natural, more together, um, isolate more pure, more um, more processed. 
Yeah. So rewinding back to sort of the beginning step, milk. Yeah. Does it make a difference where this milk comes from? Yeah, it does. So, um, you know, different cows in different parts of the world eat different food. Mm-hmm. You know, the majority of our protein is New Zealand whey protein. Yep. Not all of it, but, uh, the, you know, we make our protein in New Zealand. Uh, I mean, we make our, our finished products in New Zealand. So the majority of our whey does come from New Zealand at the moment. And, uh, you know, New Zealand cows tend to eat grass for most of the year. You know, we can't claim it's 100% grass-fed because, you know, people that claim 100% grass-fed mean you means that, you know, if grass is not available, you can't feed these cows anything else. You literally have to make these cows starve. Yep. So we have, you know, New Zealand way does have some supplementary feed in the diet too. Yeah, they generally don't need to because of the climate over there. And, exactly. Um, so the grass is abundant over there. They're, they're so good. Because it in, rains all the time. <laughs> yeah, because it rains all the time. But yeah. yeah, they're actually really good at rotating um, the cows through different pastures as well. There's a yeah. lot of places that will just sort of sit them in the same pasture and it's degrading the soil and... Uh, I mean, yeah, New Zealand dairy industry is like the, the biggest and the best in the world. So it's got a really good reputation. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest exporters in the world. You yeah. know? Um, but, um, you know, and it's also hormone-free growth um, and you know, growth hormone-free and all these other things that... Tight regulations on the dairy industry in New Zealand. Very tight regulations. Yeah. But, you know, um, there are very, very good quality whey proteins from all around the world. Yeah, you know? definitely. So, um, yeah. you know, and having said that, you know, we don't use exclusively New Zealand whey. So... Majority. Um, Majority. Yeah. Uh, so, so you left with this powder. Then what happened? So you left with like just a pure plain whey powder. Yeah. Then what? Um, then what? Then we get it into our plant. We buy this raw material. We buy concentrate. We buy isolate. Yep. Um, so you know we don't do the processing ourselves. We have very close relationships with our suppliers. Not many sports. Well, none. I would say. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, there aren't very many at all that are you know vertically integrated from a cow from to a, a finished product. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, but we do have very close relationships with our whey protein suppliers. And, yep. Um, you know, we get this raw material into our plant and we do a few things with it. We add, we can add aminos, we can add carbohydrates, Exa- we add good fats, There's a, depending on the product, the fla- obviously the flavors. Yeah. But before we get to that step, a couple of quick fun facts. Okay. Hit us. Are you ready? Let's see how fun they really are. Okay. To produce one kilogram of pure whey protein powder, the raw material. How many liters of milk do you think it takes? Five thousand. One five thousand. So sorry, what was the <laughs> one kilogram of whey protein powder? How what? many how many liters of milk? I'm going to say one hundred. Fifty. Two hundred liters. Yeah. One kilogram of whey. It really is liquid gold. Yeah. Okay, but one hundred gram one hundred liters of milk produces how much cheese? Um how can you get 200 kilograms from 100 liters? Man, I don't know. <laughs> Back to uni Where'd for you. Where'd you find this guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 100 liters, how much cheese? Uh, one block of your finest Mercy Valley <laughs> crumbly edition. I don't know. No, about, about 12 kilos of cheese. But um, it depends on type of cheese. And, but what so you're getting a lot more cheese and a lot less pro- whey protein. Yeah. But you get both, don't you? Yeah. You get both. Yeah. Yeah. But what, and then what's the remainder? Is there anything left over at the end? Um, well, there's all, there's all other stuff in in um, in milk, right? You know, by the time I'm, I'm talking one kilogram of powder, mm, all think, the other stuff think, left think over. That's all of our competitor brands. What <laughs> <are you>? <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, there's a lot of water in milk, right? So by yeah. the time it gets from 200 liters to one kilogram of powder, is a lot of water being removed. So, Fair do you know what they do with that water? Um, they drink. What do you want it? <laughs> yeah. You want to bottle it? 
Well, actually, a funny, funny story. We, um, they, they actually uh, funny story. I've actually bathed in, <laughs> in <laughs> way, <laughs> way liquid. <laughs> no, actually, they they use it for a whole bunch of things, and um, um, you know, a lot of dairy producers actually uh, try to minimize waste and um, utilize things for production of alcohol and things like that. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You brought up oh, alcohol no. around this yeah. drunk over here. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've established how whey protein is pretty much made in a in a quick nutshell. Yeah. Anything else yes. you want to add to that process? Um, well, so you know, the on- we don't only use whey protein, right? We we also get other forms of protein. So you know, um, pea protein, for example. So mm-hmm. we use pea protein isolate in our um, uh, plant protein. Pea, brown rice. Yep. Chia. Well, hemp and chia, depending hemp, yeah. on, depending when you bought it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, we're removing the hemp so we can get it in form sport certified at the moment. But um, yep. Um, so pea protein, you know, this is extracted from peas in a kind of a similar way to how it's, uh, how protein is extracted from milk, it's right? milked? Yeah. You milk it like a cow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Peas ain't got no ditties. <laughs> 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 that one, I will not forget. It's going to meet the parents. <laughs> anyway, um, um, so, you know, pea protein isolate is actually the, the, the byproduct of peas, pea flour. Pea flour. There so you go. Pea flour is the cheese. Is that flour that's just made from peas? Yeah. Yeah. Baking. Yeah. Oh, no. So what they um, basically, yeah. So they, they get pretty good at u- utilizing all the byproducts of everything these days. Yeah, Nothing's exactly. going to waste. Yeah. To yeah. Nothing goes to waste. So anyway, um, we could get dive into a whole bunch of raw materials, but basically, you know, we get this protein, um, whether it's whey, whether it's pea, whether it's, um, you know, um, brown rice protein, whatever. Yep. We get it into our plant. Guess what's next? We test it to we make sure it. that it meets exactly. So we have some tight specs. specifications to make sure <laughs> you know it meets all of these specs. But then um, when we're ready to produce, um, right? Um, it's it's pretty straightforward. So basically, we get this this way. We put it through a, a filter. So everything that goes into our big blender, think of it like a big drum, right? Kind of. Um, it's a uh, holds about one point three tons. Um, <coughs> um, it goes through a big filter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like a mesh. To make sure nothing foreign gets in, so um, you know. It's like a big sieve. Yeah, exactly. It, it's literally a big sieve. So <laughs> um, um, basically, you know, nothing else can get into there when when ingredients are being added. So the protein goes in, and then all the other things that we add to it go in. So, you know, we add a few other things like the flavors, the sweeteners, yep. Um, all the, all these other goodies, um, digestive enzymes like pepin to help you digest it better. Yep. Um, <coughs> so then that goes into what a giant sieve, and it's sort of gone into like this mixing or blending process. Exactly. So then it's it's blended through a um, a special special blending process. Fun fact for you. Uh oh. Yeah, back in the day, I actually had the opportunity to go and see. I don't think this brand is around anymore, but it was this this real low level sort of backyard protein <laughs> brand. This is when I was first back in the industry. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it and it was basically, I I rocked up to a factory bay out in the middle of, I won't say where because it'll probably give it away. And it was, um, they had these cement mixers. No. Yes. Where like a couple of guys were emptying bags of just raw whey protein from, oh. yep. And then they were, they were rotating these cement mixers and then adding their flavoring and everything into that. No one had, there was no mask. There was, there was, n- there was no. That's disgusting. Wow. But that was the, their blending process. Yeah. I remember like you'd, <clears throat> you'd get one batch 
would be like super strong in the flavor and then, then you, you go get the buy the next batch and it'll have next to no flavor and think what is going on yeah but yeah there's some some cowboy operators out there because it's expecting the delivery truck was just like a big cement mixer <laughs> yeah <laughs> <on the road>. <laughs> <laughs> terrible and then they and then after it's mixed they were getting shovels no and shoveling it into buckets that sat on a scale wow that's some breaking bad stuff right mate I wouldn't be surprised if that shit still happens these days. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. A Definitely lot of, not a lot of cowboys out there. But yeah, no. Um, so we've got this nice high-tech uh, manufacturing facility uh, in, in in East Auckland, East Timaki, New Zealand. I was blown away when I first saw that facility. Yeah. When I was sort of new to the industry. You know, you have these sort of preconceived ideas of how it's made. You walk into the facility, I was blown away. You still, I still am. Every time I go there, it's just I can't believe. You need like, to fly me over to see it sometime. No, mate. We, um, um, how are you going to fit in a plane seat at your height? Oh, true. <laughs> you might be all right at the moment. Yeah, kids like, tickets. No <laughs> <laughs> First class. Um, all right. And yeah. then we uh, package it up. Yeah. So, um, you know, we had to... No, well, there's a few steps before that. So, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, we get these flavors. We get our flavors from some very good flavor houses. So we've got... Like we have good relationships with the whey protein suppliers, we have very good relationships with our flavor suppliers too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are the same flavors... Oh, these flavor houses are making flavors for, you know, some of your favorite chocolates, your favorite biscuits, your favorite ice creams. So we're getting these same high quality flavors and adding it to our... And you've got options between natural, artificial flavors. Like there's a whole... When we talk flavors, there's literally thousands of different flavors to varying degrees and either natural versions, artificial versions. There's, there's everything. Yeah, exactly. And They can pretty much replicate any flavor that you want. Exactly. And, you know, um, when you ask somebody... Do you like vanilla? Well, vanilla is such a complicated flavor, you know? I know. There's so many different vanillas. So many different vanillas. And, um, you know, we, most of our protein comes into two, cho- uh, two variants, right? Either chocolate milkshake or vanilla milkshake. Um, yeah. because They're the two most popular flavors. Exactly. But you look at what we've done with our deluxe range recently. We've been able to replicate jam donut flavor. Yeah. Chalk peanut butter. Chalk peanut butter. Tiramisu. tiramisu. Like so, uh, yeah, you can you can replicate all your favorite dessert flavors as well. But most people are buying chocolate and vanilla, really. Yeah, exactly. Mixing it in with other smoothies or. Let us know if you have any uh, suggestions for flavors. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So keen to rotate those sort of deluxe flavors around and mm-hmm. see what's next. Yeah, and you know we've got we've got quite a good reputation at Masashi for having the best tasting protein. So. That's what we're known for. Yeah, and. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a chocolate it sounds guy. Sounds like an ad now. What yeah, else? it is. It is sounding like a bit of an ad. Uh, <laughs> Zirin's a peanut, peanut butter. So yeah, so a peanut. I thought you were just going to leave it at that. <laughs> so um, the the Jeez. next step is to put this blended powder, which is nice and uniformly blended, into some tubs. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, you know, we've got our tubs specially designed. Uh, we've got a, a scoop hanging inside. Uh, yeah, that's probably my, a lot of people don't even really understand. What we're talking about with the scoops, and this sounds like an ad again. Yeah. This is probably my biggest pet peeve when I first started buying proteins is trying to dig in and look for the scoop. It's right there. It's on a hook Yeah. on the inside of the tub, so you don't have to dig your dirty hands in looking for the scoop. I yeah. love that. Back in the day, I used to like, you know, wash my hands, make sure every drop of moisture is dried oh, off. Yeah. Normal people would just use a fork and fish it up. But like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, specially designed tubs. They all run on the line, put the powder in. Yeah, exactly. So we, we actually have, um, you know, t- two weeks in our plant, a white week and a brown week. Do we? <laughs> Not for you and me, but for, <laughs> <laughs> for vanilla, R- and vanilla and chocolate, right? <laughs> well, well, that's you and me. Hal's more vanilla. <laughs> I'm caramel. <laughs> I'm plain vanilla kind of yeah. <laughs>
Uh, start of summer, milk chocolate. End of oh. summer, I'm dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so we do like runs on flavors to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we're just to optimize our manufacturing and, you know, make sure we don't put any any brown powder in a white powder tub. Um, but, yeah, it's very very strict controls in our yeah, process. Mixed race powder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this joke is going to go too far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and look, why this is the biggest thing. A lot of people's like, I keep bringing this up. Why, why do we even need protein powders? Why don't we just have it from food? Again, it's ease of it's convenience, digestibility, cost. Yeah. Um, you know, use around training time for those reasons. I saw a good Instagram post this week by one of the uh, one of the leading nutritionists in the world, and he was like, you know, um, although he always advocates a food first food first approach, whey protein is one of the greatest nutritional inventions of the twentieth century. You know, mm. um, cheaper, best quality protein um, by far. Yeah, easy to, to to digest, easy to incorporate into your diet, um, ticks all the boxes. Yeah, it does, and it's and it's still derived from our food source. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest misconception that people have, and that's why we wanted to sort of clear it up and explain it today. It's still it's still derived from milk, basically yeah. removing a lot of the the crap from milk that people don't want, or or maybe they do want. The definition is in the name; it's supplementary. You're not meant to have it. it exactly. So oh, no, you don't live on it. Yeah. But around training time. Exactly. It's perfect. a supplement to it's, it's your, a sport. your Yeah, diet. exactly. Uh, like we always say, please continue eating normal food like a normal person. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, whey protein does have a, have a good role. So um, once you put the powder in the tub, um, you know, we've got we've designed these tubs ourselves. It was a pretty, pretty fun process. It was. Uh, a few uh, few iterations to get to our, our cool design <laughs> of where it is now. But, um, you know, then it goes... To a metal detector, right? So we've got a metal detector on the line to make sure no foreign stuff makes it makes its way in there. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no screws falling off the machines into our tubs. Um, <laughs> that whole process, there's there's not a, there's barely any people in that whole process as well. Well, there's a, there's a few. There's few. a few, but it's not like like I was just describing some guy coughing all over powder with the, with a shovel into a cement mixer. Like you go into the facility, I was actually surprised how much of it is just automated. A lot of people in the facility, obviously working. We're not saying replace yeah. um, <laughs> labor <laughs> with, with machines. No, no, nah, nah, plenty of people running the machines. But, but it, it's it's a clean it's, process. It's not is quite what I'm as hands on as you might have imagined. Yeah, it's it's very much very clean. Yeah. Like the, the no, no shovels in our plant. <laughs> no, the um the like the the element of error is is very minor because of it. Exactly. So you know, once the powder is in, in here and we put the label on it, um, if there's any, if the metal de- detector goes off, or if there's even bubbles on the label, it'll get rejected. And um, you know, we've got very high, uh, very if, high quality if, control. If the standards. weights are slightly out, exactly. Reject, yeah, there's a lot of checks in place. Yep. So um, yeah, next step, it gets it's get it gets tested. So it gets tested by our lab against you know our, our specification or whatever we we set. You know, it gets tested to make sure the flavor's right. It gets um, tested to make sure that what we say. It, is in it it's in it meets label claim exactly and uh, you know everything with the informed spot logo now at this point will get sent to the uk so every single batch that we make of any informed spot tested product the tub the whole tub doesn't a, a sample from that batch gets sent to the uk yeah which is basically assuring that that batch meets the standards of no banned substances yeah exactly we're not sending every tub over there <laughs> Yeah, um, but I had that question too. Yeah, so we send samples, but they also do actually purchase random tubs off the shelf to 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 test it. So it's every batch plus random samples that gets tested. Mm-hmm. So um, so it gets w- tested by us, then by them. 
Yep. And we can't release it for sale until we get these test results back from them. So um, Yeah, so we're ever out of stock. Yeah, it creates That's us, why. Leave yeah, us alone. Some supply chain havoc sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, it's because, you know, we want to guarantee that what we say is uh, in there is in there. And, um, you know, by, by doing this on every single batch, you actually build up a nice testing history on our products. So... Um, and yeah, you can check every one of our um, batches on our InformSport certified products on um, on the InformSport site. Yeah. And we've got a link off our own website as well. So you can actually marry it up with the batch that you've got and it'll give you a certification that it doesn't contain any banned substances. Yeah, even Pretty on cool. the As- Asada CleanSpot app. So. Um, if you're an athlete, you can just check it out there. Yep. You can pretty much trace our products all the way back to the cow. I've met a few of our cows. <laughs> yeah, great. Happy looking, big fat cows <laughs> like you, Hal. Big. To, oh, I thought you were calling me a cow. <laughs> yeah. Big, happy, fat cow. <laughs> we have one as an intern. <laughs> <laughs> what else happens then, Darren? Yeah. So then, um, you know, then it's uh, then it's sealed and you know sent to um, sent from our our facility in Auckland to our, our warehouse in Melbourne mm-hmm. or to you know wherever else wherever. in the world we might be. Yes. Selling it. So, you know, we're not just, although we're mainly in Australia and New Zealand, we do have a bit of a presence in other parts of the world too. So, that's how whey protein is made. That's how whey protein is made from, from cow to uh, in your hands, you know. It gets all the way from our warehouse into, uh, you know, our, our table in our podcast right here. <laughs> you got any questions, Hal? Being fairly new to the industry, have you got any other burning questions about how it's made or what, what goes into the process? I know we're going to do a follow-up episode on the different kind of sweeteners, which ones are good and bad. Um, do yeah, we have another big question we always get. Do mm. we have any access to videos that we could post um, showing how the machines actually work? Is that something we can get our hands on? Yeah, we, we can um, have a look and put it up on our website or something. Yeah, like, sure. like you mean in our facility or how, how yeah. whey is made at the dairy facilities? Either one. Yeah, we got heaps of stuff like that. Yeah. We can post that. It's probably interesting. People probably want to see that. Yeah, yeah see somebody milking a cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should send you out there. We should send you out there. <laughs> oh to, yes, to milk some cows. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and you can drink the final product no, of your cow. Oh, you don't. Yeah, you're a plant guy. Oh, the, aren't you? the initial products. I thought you meant. No, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't mind drinking wine, but I, I'm, I'm more of a plant man myself. Yeah. How many shakes a day do you have, Hal? Four. Why four? That's too many. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, remember, minimum protein you should probably try and hit is 1.2 grams per kilogram body weight per day. Yep. Um, if you're an athlete, you should try and hit about 2 to 2.2 grams per kilogram body weight per day. Yep. Um, if you're a strength athlete, maybe even a little bit more. I'm a 100 kilogram athlete. There you go. You I need get very hungry. Yes, yeah, so you need like two. You do. You're about still a growing boy too, so I get it. Yeah, about 200 grams of protein per day. Yeah. yeah. I hit that probably. Yeah. yeah. How many do you have a day? A couple? Yeah, about 200 grams, which is a bit more uh, on grams How's per kilograms. How many shakes a day? Do you oh, about, a three, about three shakes a day. Three shakes a day? Yeah. What about you, Ross? I'm a, I'm a two man. I'm a two. Two a day. Yeah. Two to three. Three on training it, days. It depends. It depends as well. Like That's if I've got meals prepared and I'm all sorted, then it might be less. Yeah. That's no. why I can only see you through the, <laughs> the binoculars. Because I work so hard, I like to use smoothies, as you know. You'll um you'll find me at my desk just grinding away most of the time. And yeah, you smash down a huge Nutribullet at least daily, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I like to mix in a bit of plant, a bit of plant protein, a bit of whey protein, and then I put in a whole heap of like veggies well, that's and mix berries and straight shake. Yeah, yeah, but that's if I'm that's because I'm busy. Like that's yeah. a morning tea and afternoon tea thing. But yeah. otherwise, I'd be sort of trying to pre- prepare meals, but. As I get older, I'm not as hungry for some reason. Hmm. I don't know. It must be like an old thing. Maybe. 
I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> I'm hungry all the time, so I can't relate. <laughs> all right, we've covered that. How whey protein is made. There we go. We've answered your question. If you do have any other questions like that, submit them to podcast at masashi.com or just hit us up at um, on Instagram. On Instagram. We'll be getting most of our uh, questions on Instagram recently. So I think that's there you go. Instagram. Slide into the DMs. Slide into Hal's DMs on Instagram. Masashi <laughs> Nutrition on Instagram. Yeah. Some sports news. Sports news, far away. Excellent. Heaps happening in sports. First and foremost, and I'm very excited about this, the NBA will return on December 22, just in time for Chrissy. Yeah, and LeBron is missing the first month. Rumor has it. LeBron's taking a month off because he's a bit older now, so he's uh, trying to prolong his career. Load management. How old is he? 36. What? He's old. That's old. That's That's old? He's like the... Third, fourth oldest player in the NBA, and he just won Finals MVP. Mate, that's ridiculous. Yoel Romero's in his forties. Randy Couture fought until his forties. I'd like to see Look at these Yoel guys. Romero dunk on uh, <laughs> somebody. He in the probably place. could. He probably could. He's so <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> this, this man has had something like a seventy-day off-season. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. nothing. Shortest in in sports history. It's because of COVID. The last, the end of the previous season got pushed. Yeah. So he still wants a break because he's. He's he's rich and he can make these calls. And also because it'll it'll better his season. Mm. Like what about the other players that want a break? Do they just get to say, oh, "I want I want the first month off as well"? Well, the Lakers are strong enough to hopefully not lose all their games in the first month the without it. The Lakers are one of the only two teams who've even played this far. Every other team got knocked. I out. guess when you're that good, you earn the privilege for those sorts of things. Yeah. While the young guys have to carry the carry the ship. So a few quick dates. Uh, draft is on November 18th. Speaking of young guys, all the best young talent getting drafted into the NBA this week. So. Any Australian talent that we should watch out for? No, none Australian, but Lamelo Ball has been playing in Australia for Illawarra Hawks. Recently bought part of the franchise as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah so, so I'd like to see how he goes <coughs> in the draft. Exactly. Yeah. So draft is on November 8th. Free agency can commence on November 20th and signings November 22nd. It'll be a 72-game season. What are the biggest movers and shakers in the uh, free agency? A lot of rumours are out at the moment, but Anthony yeah. Davis is a free agent. Most likely going to re-sign with the Lakers, though. They'll throw some big money at yeah, him, yeah. Maybe, maybe some De- DeMar DeRozan might go to the Lakers. Who knows? Most, most of these names aren't free agents. They're, they're trade options. Yeah. Trade options, so right. The, the largest free agents like Victor Oladipo, I'm fairly sure. Yeah. So when is the, when, when's the draft? This uh, week. Fuck, we should do like a live podcast. We could, I don't know. If, yeah, it'll be online. So yeah. Yeah, we could do like just a commentary. We could. Yep. <laughs> could be fun. Um, what else you got? Next. Cameron Smith has revealed a reason behind his feud with Cooper Cronk, which you guys seemed interested in earlier. Yeah, they um, obviously you know, very, team, good, teammates. very good teammates once upon a time. And, yep. you know, um, the rivalry got heated up when, when Cooper went to the Roosters, yeah? Yeah, but actually, apparently it got heated just before that. Really? And that might have led to it. Yeah, so, so something about a wedding snub. Um, Cameron Smith didn't get invited to Cronk's no, wedding. he got invited, he didn't attend. Oh, so that's oh, like probably had something on. Yeah. No one likes going to weddings anyway, yeah. really. Do you like going to weddings? What? Is like to literally what? What? Yeah. Man. Have you guys yeah. ever been to an Indian wedding? I can't say I have. Man, no. it's literally the most fun that you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a wedding guy. I love it. I'm keen for weddings. You are? Yeah, you just want the free alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's... um. Like that's pretty shit, I guess. Yeah. Unless you got a legitimate reason. Yeah, Pe- people are feuded. But we don't know. What do we know? Yeah. We don't know the reason why. But that's the feud, and they've held it. Exactly. Yeah. They'll make up one day when I they're old guys and they get over this sort of shit. Pretty sure they've made up already. 
Oh, have they? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Duran knows everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon Cameron Smith's going to do? He still hasn't announced what he's doing next season. Yeah, but Josh Odoqua has. Staying with the Storm for one more season. Good on him. The he Foxes sting. <laughs> he went well the other night in the State of Origin too. Mm. Did he see, how many tries did he score the other night? Two, I think. Yeah. yeah. Storm boy. Masashi boy. Yeah. Nice. What else? Some more gossip. Uh, gossip. <laughs> this is obviously Dear Deeran loves the gossip. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, that's why you guys keep suggesting these articles. <laughs> what? An Aussie tennis star has appeared in a TV star's OnlyFans. Yeah. OnlyFans account. Who's the Aussie tennis star? Uh, Bernard Atomic. Oh, the bad boy. Bad Only boy fans. Australian tennis. <laughs> OnlyFans returns. We get a lot of bad boys in Australian tennis, don't we? Yeah. Why is he on? He must be desperate. Career? No, I think it's just his girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, she's some sort of model And she's got an OnlyFans account And what, he makes yeah. an appearance in that Yeah, he's like biting her ass or something Oh, really? But she was, she was on Love Island Was mm -hmm. she? Yeah. Right mm -hmm. Alright, I don't know I might have to do a bit more research into this topic I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you two to go there <laughs> Alright, mate uh, We've we got some real news going yeah, okay, uh, real sport. That was real sports news. Sure, mate. Uh, Argentina has defeated the All Blacks for the first time in history. Wow. I yeah. watched it. Goes to show you how rubbish Australia are then. <laughs> well, Australia beat the All Blacks last week as I well. Know. So, you know, yeah, true. back to back losses for the All Blacks, something we haven't seen for. What's going on there then? What, what's, what's yeah. the. What's, why? Why is their success rate lower now than what it has been over the past whatever? Well, it's kind of 3, uh, years. a bit of the changing of the guard, you know. A lot of the old players have now moved on and it's mm -hmm. this younger team, a bit of experimentation going on. What, do you want to bring back Richie McCaw or something? Or? Yeah. Um, well, not just Richie McCaw, you know. There's a few a few players out there that, uh, you know, still still yet to be proven in their, in their positions in the All Blacks. But Remember big Jonah Lomu? Of course. What a legend. <laughs> Hal wouldn't even know who that was. No what? Oh my God! He was like he was the god of rugby at yeah, the time. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, super marketable. But yeah, bit of a watch out for a New Zealand rugby. Yeah. But probably the only sport they follow over there. So if they don't have that, <laughs> what else have they got to go for? Well, I don't know. Maybe just uh, America, America's bit of, Cup. Bit of MMA happening, and <laughs> I know MMA. They're yeah bursting yeah. onto the scene over I'm there. I'm sad there's no uh, rugby league international this year because the the Kiwis have a pretty strong side. I reckon they'd give uh, give the Kangaroos a bit of a run. Probably would. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, maybe it's the All Blacks getting worse, but maybe it's, you know, everybody else is getting better as well. So I think it's the All Blacks getting worse, really. Yeah. Argentina, not to take anything away from Argentina, they've stepped their game up in recent years lately. So Yeah, they must be on some wicked stuff. What do you, what do you get? What's good in Argentina? Oh, I don't know. Amphetamines and... <laughs> no, Diego Maradona has been, been famous for some other drugs. I know. <laughs> what else you got, Hal? Uh, an Aussie boxer been robbed of the world title by a ludicrous ruling uh andrew maloney was denied the super flyweight world title due to uh, an umpire's ruling well the re yeah they basically ruled the other fighters eye closed up yeah and they um they actually went back and reviewed the footage to try and find because the referee thought it was a head head, head clash yeah so they've gone back and they actually stopped the fight for close to 30 minutes going back and reviewing footage to try and find where this head clash happened. But they've actually, I think they ruled the fight off as a no contest or something. Yeah, no contest. But they've actually found the footage where the where the eye basically shut. It was from a jab. Yeah. Wow. So this, this young Australian guy, this Aussie guy, 
An- Andrew Maloney. Andrew Maloney's been robbed of a world title because of a shitty decision. Wow. And pretty shit. Boxing is kind of infamous for these decisions over the years, yeah. but so shady. I just saw Joe Rogan tweet something about it, saying it's an absolute robbery. I know every, everyone's been saying it's a robbery, so hopefully he gets the and uh, they just run that one back and do it all over again. Yeah. That's uh, that's sports news. Let's run through some game picks. Game picks. So, uh, in from the most recent podcast, we had a uh, state of origin where Ross won with Queensland. Yes. Game <laughs> one. Uh, in the cricket, Pakistan. Game two, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pakistan versus Zimbabwe. Uh, Ross again with Pakistan. Wow. I don't know why I picked Zimbabwe. Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silva in the UFC. <laughs> Ross again with Uriah Hall. Fire, vicious knockout. I don't know why I picked Anderson Silva. <laughs> in Juventus versus Barcelona. Ross, fourth time, won with Barcelona. No Ronaldo for Juventus. I'll just put that out there. Yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> And um, in the final game, in Dodgers versus Rays, in Game 6 of the World Series, you both took the Dodgers. So Ross had picked every correct team. Clean sweep. Wow. <laughs> Didn't you get a clean sweep last time, though? I did. What are the chances? I know. I need to stop picking with my heart and start picking with my head. Yeah, you got to got to pick with your head. I wouldn't call it a sweep because <laughs> that would insinuate that the other person got everything wrong, which wasn't correct. I got one right, the Dodgers. Yeah. So. You both you both got to draw both times, but Darren... Time to pay the pipe, mate. Okay, so today, protein coffee. Nice. It's a new product. Nice I'm new not product. Keep, I'm not going to keep talking about products. We've talked enough about products. I like this um, protein coffee. I've been having it a lot. Yeah, what do you, you actually have it in the morning as a coffee, don't you? Yeah, so you can have it hot or cold. I've just been adding boiling water to it, having it nice and hot. It tastes um, so good. Never had it as a dry powder, though, so here we go. Well, here we go. A nice heap spoonful from you. A there. heaps, a small mouth. And then you have to say the alphabet straight after you have it. What? Mm. Okay, let's go. D- should dissolve fairly well, this powder, because you're basically stirring this one, mm. aren't you? Mm. Tell us about how how we developed it to, <laughs> st- to stir instead of in a shaker. It actually dissolves quite nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go through... Um, Good product. Protein. Oh. MCT, yeah, good good coffee replacement. You know, most um, most protein powders stick everywhere in your mouth because the main protein source in here is collagen. It's all quite easily. 120 milligrams of caffeine, about a coffee and a half. Guarana, mm. MCT, good fats, collagen, uh, peptides, protein. Good product that one. How's it taste? Dry oh, powder. I love it. I think we'd have to find something else. How these dry powder challenges with our products, and maybe we do it with competitors. Pro- no. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're too enjoyable. I know. We'll have to start doing a high-protein bar challenges. Yeah. Maybe we'll start using some chili sauce or something. Ooh, we should do like a like a hot wing challenge or something. Uh, yeah. If you have any yeah. suggestions. I'm very keen for a challenge. I'm keen for the chili <laughs> chili challenge. If any of our listeners have any uh, suggestions yeah. that the losers should have to do. Put it in the comments on YouTube or, or um, yeah. on DM us on Instagram. It was Listen. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> like usually protein powder, you can't have the dry. It's real cosset. sticky. Yeah, and this was actually so good. Some of that well, too. that's... Okay, not, um, he's not losing then, is he? Picks for the next podcast. Right, far away, the game. So I'm going to, let's pick. Okay, State of Origin game three on in Wednesday 18th. Brisbane in front of 50,000 crowd. I'm going to go Queensland. Queensland, yeah. They're allowed a full, full capacity at Suncorp. Yeah. So we've both got Queensland. I have to support our boy, Masashi athlete Cameron Munster coming back hopefully from a little head knock. Hopefully he's doing all right. Yeah, he actually um, passed the... Um, 
the HIA head injury assessment. So why didn't they let him back out? I think just erring on the side of caution because yeah. there's a bit of criticism from Game One. But they needed him. But um, whether whether it makes a difference, Game Two was a bit of a drubbing, wasn't it? I've always supported Queensland, but now I live in New South Wales. So who are you going to go for? Queensland. <laughs> That's both of us Queensland. Next game. Because, you know, the Warriors, used, a few Warriors players used to play back in the day. Uh, okay. Uh, in the UFC 255, we have the female card, uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus he did well. Jennifer Mayer. Jennifer Mayer? Yeah. I'm going Shevchenko. I'm going Shevchenko all the way. Bullet Shevchenko. She's too Un- good. Unbeatable. Nice. EPL, uh, Tottenham versus Man City on Sunday 22nd. Man City. Uh, I'm going to go with Tottenham. <gasps> yeah, Tottenham is looking good this season. I'm, in fact, I'm going to go with Tottenham to win the Premier League this season. Oh, shit. Are you Tottenham in disguise? <laughs> in the cricket, we have Australia versus India, Thursday 27th. Ooh, yeah. you on here. Game one, ODI. I'm going to go Australia. I'm going to go India, you know. Sticking to your roots, both of you. Yes. Yeah. Should, be, should be interesting. Um, pretty strong Indian team coming along, but it's always... always it's here good. in Australia, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah. Home soil. Coley's not here for the whole se- whole series, though. He's going back for the birth of his child. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's huge for Australia. Yeah. Well, he's here for the ODI. It's just not for all the tests. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Nice. We should get out to a game. Yeah, definitely. So, Let's do it. Right, why not? Yeah. Done. And our final pick is uh, Rafael Nadal versus Dominic Thiem, Tuesday 17th in the tennis. I, I like Nadal. What's that tomorrow? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to go Nadal as well. Yeah. I like yeah. Nadal's OCD when he serves. What's he, he's got this little routine that he does, yeah. doesn't he? Pinch the shirt, play with the nose, pinch the ears, tap the racket on the heels, and then he serves. They all have some little like weird things that they do. Yeah, like Djokovic bounces the ball a million times. <laughs> Leighton Hewitt was bad for this. Oh, uh, yeah. With that playing with the shirt. It's like a nervous like tension sort of twitch. That but actually, get. I read something about superstition in sport, and it actually gives you a bit of a psychological benefit. Well, they've, they've got Like Tiger Hoods in his red shirts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They do actually go through the same routine, like the same thing when they're serving. It's so repetition. It's it is same. repetition. It's yeah. the same when you're shooting a free throw. Free throw, yeah. yeah. Either to spin it or bounce <coughs> with either hand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Same, same, same when you're squatting. In. You would do the same in powerlifting. I've seen your routines. Yeah. So. Slap yourself in the face. <laughs> go punch a compa- uh, com- uh, spectator. Headbutt the mirror. mirror. Headbutt <laughs> the mirror. And then I squat. <laughs> There's no real superstitions in jiu-jitsu. We just... Just don't get choked out. <laughs> no, no, we slap fists, slap hands, bump fists, and away we go. Don't get choked out. That's yeah. it. So the main differences here are Tottenham and Ma- versus Mad City and Australia uh, versus Australia. India. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, maybe maybe a scoop of hot sauce for the next one. Done. I've got a few good sauces at home. <laughs> Easy. Bring the hottest sauce you've got. I don't think you want that. I do. I don't. Do I don't think you can handle this heat. Let's get. We should just do a hot sauce challenge, the three of us. Next yeah. episode, let's just let's get a few hot sauces on some spoons and we'll work our way up and see who dips out first. Okay. You reckon? Okay. I can eat hotter than any other human being I've oh, ever met. Okay, that cut that. What was that? <laughs> I can eat hotter <laughs> right than down. any other human being <laughs> ever met. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Mate, I can eat a Zinger burger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can eat... Salt water. <laughs> I remember a Zinger burger, they used to be considered hot. Yeah. You can barely taste the spice these days. I could literally eat the lava of a volcano. What is that? Um, <laughs> there's a Hot Wings um, YouTube show, isn't there? Or hot ones, yeah. Hot ones, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've got, got everyone, oh, heaps of people. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, All right, sports picks. What else? Listener questions. Listener questions first. Here we go. These are getting better every week. Thank you. 
<laughs> I've been doing my research. <laughs> okay. I uh, reached out to Maurice Thatch, who asks, how long does it take from when you start exercising in the gym or on the treadmill until you see and feel an improvement? Oh, g- good question. About that long. Yeah. That's how long it takes. That's the yeah. broadest question ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say you feel an improvement instantly. You feel an improvement in your mood straight yeah. away after doing any kind of exercise. And, you know, when you, if you're uh, trying to get better at something, it, the improvements will come quick. Yeah. Especially I mean, if you're just starting. Yeah, we talked about that in the hormone podcast, like the instant sort of hormone release you get. But improvements, it, I mean, if it's your first, like you first start training, mm-hmm. you're going to see improvements within two to three weeks, I reckon. Mm. You get, you're going to probably already notice some sort of muscle tissue increase. Yeah. Two to three weeks of – it depends what you're doing with your diet as well. If you're looking for a before and after photo, just try something like two weeks and four weeks and you'll, you'll notice a difference. Yeah, it doesn't take that long, Yeah, nice. especially if you've never trained before. The, the results will come a lot quicker. Nice. <laughs> I'll be sure to tell Maurice. He's one of my mates in basketball. Oh, oh is he? Yeah. <laughs> Makes it tell Maurice not to be so broad with his questions. <laughs> I kind of stuck the microphone in his face. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Oscar Anderson from uh, Instagram asks, if you know you won't get the chance to eat for a while after you work out, can you compensate by eating more immediately before you work out? Well, this is an interesting question. And I think, you know, we've hmm. talked about it quite a bit. But if you, if you bring your mind back to the pyramid, which we talk about in every single episode, Timing. <laughs> the base of the pyramid is, you know, your total calorie intake. Yep. Above that, your macro intake, the micronutrients, then, um, you know, timing. Um, so, if you get your total protein intake um, correct for the day, like total grams of protein, it means a lot more than timing-specific uh, quantities of protein before and after your workout. So, true. depending on when you can fit that protein in, if you can't fit it in after your workout, any other time is okay as long as, you have, as you're hitting that total daily protein intake. Okay. What about carbs that you've just burned out? burn up all of your sort of stored carbohydrates within yep. your workout you want to replenish some glycogen well can you eat those beforehand uh the additional ones you, you no. can you you can, you can eat it beforehand but it's not going to have the same glycogen replenishing effect yeah so from a po- protein perspective the amount of grams per day or whatever p- over a week is important yeah but carbs post-workout is important i guess depending if, on what your goal is if you're looking for the optimal time to consume um your nutrients then yes there is uh, a benefit post-workout for carbs and protein. And when we say post-workout eating food, it's not straight after. Like you don't need to eat straight. You don't need to walk out of the gym, go home and cook a steak and rice and whatever it is that you eat to be a hardcore bodybuilder. Pancakes. <laughs> Pancakes. Like an hour or two after. An hour or two after is fine. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's quite rare that people train and then need to train again that day as well. If they do, then that might become important as far as getting that meal in quickly after. But even quickly to me is like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. So Go with a shake, then wait another hour, hour and a half, and then eat. Yeah, so the anabolic window is, um, that people talk about, it really, it's about two hours after training. But, yeah. you know, um, immediately after training, there are some benefits. So Sure. Try and get as soon as you can eat after workout for optimal results. Yep. So, cool. it, yeah, you can't really forcefully load up before a workout yeah. on on carbs Some, yeah, sometimes did, did we even answer his question not really no. sort of mr anderson <laughs> <laughs> what else uh, that's it for our listener questions we have a mystery athlete quote oh yeah i've got it this week let's go okay, okay. Um, i only know like five athletes i think and they're all in fighting 
Oh, Hal's holding up his fist. Oh. So, oh, you'll be, be able to tell. This is a bit of trash talk. I've seen George Foreman shadow boxing, and the shadow won. Muhammad Ali. Oh, beat me to it. As soon as you say George Foreman, those yeah. two had the had a bit of a rivalry. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I love Muhammad Ali. Muhammad although, Ali has some awesome quotes. Yeah, although I do use a George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> if Muhammad Ali had his own grill, would whose would you choose? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> can it can knock out the fat like <laughs> George Foreman? <laughs> George Foreman just kind of rolls off the tongue, there, doesn't it? Yeah. I had a George Foreman grill. Everything I everything I tried to cook on it just stuck to it. You got to know how to use it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like how the fat sort of drained down into like a little channel and then off. It did, yeah, knock yeah. out the fat. Yeah. But then your your meat ended up like all real dry and yeah. shitty. That's why you gotta sometimes pre cook the meat and just finish it up on the thing. But anyway, Muhammad Ali, yeah. the greatest is was he the greatest? Do you reckon he was the greatest? Uh, I think so. You know, Mike Tyson, the greatest boxer of all time. Um, well, depends. If or you the greatest athlete for what he stood for and what he represented, and uh, it's a complicated question. You know, if you're talking pure best boxer of all time, Rocky Marciano retired undefeated. It's Floyd Mayweather all day long. The guy yeah. barely got touched his whole career. Floyd Mayweather's peak, peak fights Muhammad Ali at his peak. You know, we're talking combat sports. Bigger <laughs> means something. <laughs> it does. But Muhammad Ali stood for a lot more. Yeah. And, you know, obviously he wasn't allowed to fight during the peak of his career as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. True. Yeah. But yeah. Legend. And have we got a... Masashi quote. Masa- even, even bigger legend. Yes. Masashi quote. The greatest boxer of all time. <laughs> 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 he boxed with swords. Yes. So, okay. The Masashi quote for the day is: "Polish your win- polish your wisdom. Learn public justice. Distinguish between good and evil. Study the way of different arts one by one." Repeat. Polish your wisdom. Polish, polish your wisdom. Learn public justice. Distinguish between good and evil. Study the ways of different arts one by one. So, you know, uh, learn as much as you can. Learn about where whey protein comes from. A lot of people are focused on, you know, maximizing their macros, maximizing their, nu- maximizing their nutrients, and, you know, not really um, thinking back to where the food comes from. Mm. And it's such a stretch relating that to the topic. He's good at relating it back to the topic, though. <laughs> right? to, it, Masashi didn't have any quotes what about whey protein. <laughs> <laughs> but um, He did. The way. Yeah. That's what he was referring to. Yeah, True. Just, it is the, the way. Yeah. The way of walking alone. So, <laughs> Masashi had some awesome quotes. Very, very awesome. It was quotes. all about wisdom, expanding your knowledge, being open. Yeah. The greatest, the greatest athlete, the greatest warrior of all time. There you go. I ca- and yeah, uh, I think uh, nobody can can argue with that. Why are you looking at those swords? Because getting expired, inspired to utilize them. Dif- different kind of athlete when you're fighting to the death. Those <laughs> are real swords sitting there too, signed by Miyamoto Masashi. <laughs> we got him to sign them. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, those are not Musashi's thoughts. His <laughs> signature looks awful similar to yours, Ross. <laughs> signature. Yeah. Well, actually, um, there was a competition that we had on Instagram recently, a Rob, signed Rob Whitaker Reaper t-shirt. We're about to announce the winner on that. We've got another giveaway coming up. Matty Ryan, our Musashi athlete, Socceroos goalkeeper. We've got some signed gloves. EPL, Brighton Hove Albion goalie. Yep. Having a, a killer season, last game clean sheet. Coming up soon as well, we're going to have a signed Mitch Creek uh, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix jersey, their new jersey, um, and then we're going to have we're going to get a Munster Cameron Munster signed Storm jersey to give away. Heaps of giveaways on so, on Instagram, so follow us there. Yeah. Anything else? I'm 
We are out. Thanks for listening. That's it. Cheers. Hope See you, you know, next time. Hope you know the way. <laughs> <laughs> Musashi out. <laughs>